from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, KWKY Catholic Radio. Thought of the Week. Thought of the Week. Here you go. All right. Don't flunk life. Don't flunk life. How do we flunk anything in school? Well, <laughs> we get the wrong answer or no answer to a particular question. So if you're in graduate school, for example, you have to appear before the graduate committee because they're going to ask you all kinds of questions about your dissertation. Well, you better have the right answers. Don't want to flunk out of graduate school or any school. So don't flunk life. I remember at Creighton University, there was a, a famous priest, professor, and here's what he would do. <clears throat> at the beginning of the semester, he would give the questions that would appear on the final exam to all the students. These are the questions that are going to be on the final. Here they are. And now you have the rest of the semester to figure out the answers. So anyway, great. So what are the final exam questions for me and you for life? What are those final exam questions? Well, we better get the right answer to these questions. I'm going to give you the questions. Are you ready? Uh, first one is this. Uh, who am I? Where did I come from? Number two. Number three, where am I going? And number four, how do I get there? Got to have the right answer to all four. Who are? Who am I? What's the right answer? Where did I come from? Right answer. Where am I going? Better get that one straight. How do I get there? Right. Well, you got to have all four right. You can't miss any one. For example, I may know uh, the first three. Who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? And how do I get there? Yeah. But if I don't know how to get there, I flunk. Yeah, I lose. I flunk life. So number one question, who am I? Who am I? Well, that's about identity. Who am I? Am I a mammal uh, roaming around on the earth, uh, you know, eating, uh, sleeping, uh, working, uh, whatever? Or am I a cog in the machinery of some company? I'm just in a, I work, and that's all I do. I'm just like a cog in a machine. Or am I a servant of the state? You know, like if you are under socialism, communism, basically you become a, the state takes over and you do what the state tells you to do. You're a servant of the state. Well, here we go. Who am I? I am a creature. Here we go. Question number one. I did not make myself. I was made by my mom and dad. Uh, they produced the basic elements of my human body, the ovum and the sperm. And they. And now comes this little zygote that has its own DNA. But these elements, these physical elements, that you know, they cannot create intelligence or free will. That little zygote can't create it's my folks can't give me imagination or memory those are called spiritual faculties <laughs> they're beyond the physical well obviously they must come from a spiritual source god yeah yeah my folks give me the body my body god creates my soul in his image and likeness so yeah i'm i'm a mammal yeah i'm a homo sapiens sapiens uh i came <laughs> ultimately came from mitochondrial Eve. Uh, 
70,000 years ago, my first mom, whatever. Uh, yes, uh, but I have a destiny. Oh, that's a little different. To be happy because everything I do, I do, same with you, because I think it's going to make me happy, make me happier than if I don't do it. <laughs> so I'm getting out of bed this morning. Why? Because it's, I'm going to be happier in the long run than if I stay in bed, even if I makes me a little happy, happy to turn off the alarm because I want to be happier. That's what we do. So what will make me happy? And whatever that is, that will put me in a condition where I couldn't be more happy. Tell me about that. What is the happiness where I couldn't be more happy? And the Creator has told me that's possible by choosing to live in loving union with the Creator, with God, with the source of my soul, my spirit. There you go. Right. A heavenly existence. That's it. That is answer to question number three. Where am I going? Get that one right. I am going this earth only, you know, it's a short, short life. Like my mom used to say, life is short. So what? It, where am I going? I'm going to eternity, to a heavenly existence where I won't want any, nothing is going to make me happier. I've found it. Ultimate happiness. Can't improve on it. Heaven, God, union with God. That's it. That's it. Now, that's it, number three. Where, what's my goal? Got to get that one right. And, and you know what? I feel sorry for people who don't know that. Because I think, well, if I get a bigger house, if I have this, uh, if I get another million dollars or another hundred thousand or another ten thousand, you know, if I do this, if I do that, and they and just keep fishing around, fishing around. I remember ran into a woman just yesterday from a very lucrative family here in Des Moines, not Catholic, just people I knew anyway. Husband's very ill, and she looked at me and she said, "You know what? Money means nothing." Yeah, you get to that point. Think of all the money they, they ever want. It doesn't mean anything. Not when you're on your deathbed. It doesn't mean anything. Or not on your deathbed. It's not going to make you happy. When you sit around and count it all day, is that going to make you happy? So number, so that's it. My goal is God. Union with God. It starts right here. It starts here on this earth. So God told me, how to get there. Ooh, how do I get there? Well, we're going to talk about that because we better get the how right. So what I do in the next 20 minutes, next 20 years, I do right or try to do right. So we're going to talk about that. So stay with me, uh, Iowa Catholic Radio, um, and we're talking about don't flunk life. What are the big questions? And we're going to answer number, question number four, how do I get there? So stay with me, Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation today. 
today. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Monsignor Frank Bagnano, thought of the week, and uh, gosh, uh, we're we're talking about don't flunk life, and you've got the big four questions. Number one, who am I? Number two, where'd I come from? Number three, where am I going? And number four, how do I get there? And who am I? If I if I came from my parents, I'm a human being. Got it? Mammal? Got it? But I'm more than that. I've got a soul, a spirit, intelligence, memory, and free will. Spirit, I came from God. So who am I? I'm a child of God. That's what I am. That's where I came from. And where am I going? Well, to God. <laughs> Back to where I came from. Except now I'm going to have to, I earn my way there in a way. In other words, I make decisions all through life that get me back to God. Get me back to, get me to God. So, that's where I'm going, heaven, eternal life with God, eternal happiness, joy with God, with the angels, the saints, unending joy and unending total knowledge of myself, of the truth, union with my parents, godparents, grandparents, union with all the angels and saints. Hey, that's that's it. Jesus even describes it as a banquet. That's the big, biggest thing they could think of in his day. What's the most, what's the most fun people can have? Go to a banquet. That's the funnest thing you can do. Well, it's almost the same thing with us today. You know, big big food thing, party, whatever. So how do I get there? Number four, that's where I'm going. How do I get there? Uh-oh. Well, better get that one straight. How do I get there? And so anyway, uh, so it's just like someone who is visually impaired and somebody sees them standing on a street corner and this visually impaired person doesn't quite know what to do. I've, I've seen that. Some of our folks around town here who are learning how to walk with a white cane. And you walk up and you say, here, let me help you. Let me, let me, here, take my arm, take my arm here and we're going to walk across. I'll, I can see the way you can't trust me. All right. So that's exactly what God did. He sent his, okay, he sent his son. His son is Jesus Christ. He sent his son to us. Why? 
because he can see the way he came from God and is going back, goes back to God. He knows the way. That's right. We follow him. That's right. Yeah, many years ago, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro in East Africa. We had a great guide. The guy had been to the top of that mountain about maybe 15, 20 times. He knew every path to go, every rock. Um, he also knew where not to go, even though it might look like a nice little quick path. Uh-uh, don't go there. There's a huge drop-off, 2,000 feet. Don't want to try that one. So, yeah, he, so he had been to the top and as our guide, and he guided us the way, showed us where to do. And I remember one time I had to uh, get over a huge rock. He was up on top of this rock. And he reached down. He said, grab my hand. I got you. I thought, oh, man, if he lets go of me, I'm toast. So I never forget what a strong, he had the strongest arms. He just pulled me right up. Well, that's what Jesus does. He says, I've been there. Trust me, don't go that way. It looks like the easy way. Watch out. He warns us. He loves us. Try try my, my path. Yeah, that's how we get to the top. Follow Jesus. Follow his teachings. And they come to us so clearly in the church, which has been around for 2,000 years. They've been tried by millions and millions of people, have gotten to the top. That's where we're going. So anyway, that's where we're going. Where am I going? I'm going to heaven. And how do I get there? Jesus Christ, because God loved me so much that he sent me a his own son. So anyway, um, that's, that's it. Now, the next, uh, so we're there. That's Jesus, okay? Um, so that's those are the four questions. Yeah. Don't flunk them. Hey, please, don't flunk them. Who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? And how do I get there? So that's, that's how it is. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back with the rest of this because we're going to talk about how we follow Jesus. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Father Kirby, pastor of St. Elizabeth Parish in Carlisle, will lead a 10-day pilgrimage to the Holy Land, August 3rd to the 12th. Walk where Jesus walked in Nazareth, Mount Tabor, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, Jericho, Bethany, Bethlehem, and the Old City of Jerusalem. Learn more at crownofbethlehem.com. Crownofbethlehem.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Corel Contractor, serving Des Moines site work constructed needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. 
The Iowa Catholic Radio Best Shot Golf Outing presented by Permar Security is Friday, June 12th at A.H. Blank Golf Course, 8 a.m. Shotgun Start. No matter your expertise, be part of the Iowa Catholic Radio Golf Outing presented by Permar Security. Foursomes and individuals are welcome. Join us Friday, June 12th at A.H. Blank Golf Course for the Iowa Catholic Radio Best Shot Golf Outing presented by Permar Security. Registration and information at iowacatholicradio.com. The Iowa Catholic Radio Best Shot Golf Outing presented by Permar Security. iowacatholicradio.com. So this is Monsignor Frank Bagnano, Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. Don't flunk life. <laughs> We're talking about those four big questions, a big exam questions at the end. Who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? How do I get there? So we talk about how, where am I going? I'm going to heaven. That's the only place ever going to make me truly happy. How do I get there? Jesus. The Father knew we were blind. We didn't know anything. So, oh, it's so wonderful. God takes on a human nature so he can grab us by the hand. He can touch the blind people. He's got a mouth. He can teach us. And that's exactly what he did. A body he offered himself up for us. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And all right, okay. I believe in you, Jesus. I do. Okay. Yes, that makes sense. It makes sense that God would love. That's a lot of love to take on the na- a human nature, but, you know, that's a lot of love. Love does great things, okay? So what do I do, Jesus? Tell me, tell me. Jesus said, hey, love, that's what you do. Love God above all things. Put God in first place in your life. Put that goal, number one, out there and love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's it, L-O-V-E, love, yeah. That's what he taught us. And so, uh, and we're inspired by love. In fact, one person wrote, tell me what you love, I'll tell you who you are. Tell me what you love, I'll tell you who you are. And here's what the great St. Bernard said on love. I think it's great. He said, love is sufficient of itself. It gives pleasure by itself because of itself. It is its own merit. Love is its own reward. Love looks for no cause outside itself, no effect beyond itself. Its profit lies in the practice of love. I love because I love. I, I, I love that I may love. Love is a great thing as long as it continually returns to its fountainhead, which is God, and flows back to its source, always drawing from God the water which is constantly re- being replenished. Of all the movements, sensations, and feelings of the human soul, love is the only one in which the creature can respond to the Creator and make some sort of a similar return, however unequal it may be to the Creator. For when God loves, He desires the only thing, only one thing, God desires one thing, to be loved in return. The sole purpose of God's love is to be loved in the knowledge that those who love him are made happy by their love of him. Wow! Holy mackerel! Love is its own reward. The bridegroom's love, or rather love which is the bridegroom, Jesus, asks in return nothing but one thing, faithful love, love God in return. Let the beloved then love in return. Should not a bride love, and above all, love's bride? Could it be that love not be loved? 
Wow. So right, he goes on to say, rightly then does she give up all other feelings and give herself wholly to love alone. In giving love back, all she can do is respond to love. That, that's, it's a love between God and us. When we love, there is more of. When she's poured out her whole being in love, what is that in comparison with the unceasing torrent of that original source, God himself? Clearly, lover and love, soul and word, bride and bridegroom, creature and creator, do not flow with the same volume. One might as well equate a Thursday man with the fountain itself. He goes on to say, then what is the bride's hope, her aching desire, her passionate love, her confident assurance? It is all this just because she cannot match stride for stride God's love for her any more than she can vie, than, than honey can vie for sweetness or the or rival the lamb for gentleness or show herself white as a lily, bright as a sun, to be equal in love with him who is love? Impossible. No, it's true that creation, the creature loves less because the creature is less. But if the creature loves with her whole being, nothing is lacking where everything is given. So love so ardently, then, is to share in the marriage bond. The soul cannot love so much and not be totally loved. It is the perfect union of two hearts that complete and perfect the marriage bond. Or are we to doubt that the soul is loved by the word first with a greater love? No. Isn't that amazing? He just back and forth. Wow. Our love for God. So that is that is just unbelievable. And then that was St. Bernard way back in the, I think, 11th, 12th century. But in, in this century, Pope John Paul II, St. John Paul II, he's, he, here's what he says about love. He says, the human being cannot live without love because he remains a being that is incomprehensible for himself. His life is senseless if love is not revealed to him. Get that. Your life and my life is senseless if love is not revealed to us. If we do not encounter love, if he does not experience love and make it his own, if he does not participate intimately in, in love, his life is senseless. This then, as has already been said, is why Christ the Redeemer, Christ really tells us who we are. He reveals us who we are. So that is, that's how we get there. How do I get there? How do I get to my goal, heaven? By love. And I love through my decisions, my choices. You know, that's the final exam, by the way. Remember, Matthew 25, the person appears before the judge, and he says, Enter into the kingdom prepared for you. All right, I want to enter. How do I do that? For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. I was in prison and you visited me. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. And we kind of scratch our head and say, Well, Lord, <laughs> when were you a stranger and I welcomed you? When were you in prison and I visited you? When were you sick and I took care of you? And he says, As long as you did it, for one of these very least of my dear brothers or sisters, you did it to me. You loved. 
And when you love another person, you are loving God in that very same instant. You're loving God. So how do I love God? I'm going to love God today. Well, I can love him directly. I can say, Lord, I love you. I can go to the communion, receive him in the Eucharist. I can pray and tell him I love you. Yes, yes. But how do I do it? I look around me, that next person I see. I'm going to try to love that person as best I can. I'm going to try not to judge that person. I don't know what that person's like on the inside. So I'm going to, I'm going to give, here's my love for that person. My love is my, is I'm going to give them the best possible judgment I can. So if they're in bad sorts, I just say, well, they're having a bad day, you know, or whatever. I try to make excuses for people. So how do I grow in love? Look around. Who's that next person you're going to meet or I'm going to meet? What can I do to love that person? When I do that, I'm on the way. I'm taking the step. I'm following Jesus. I'm going to heaven. That's where I'm going. I've taken a step to heaven. He, Jesus has taken me by the hand. I'm a blind person. He's taking me by the hand. He's leading me across the intersection. And, he's, and I'm dodging all the cars. Why? Because he's telling me, he, he's showing me what not to do and what to do. That's why he's got the church. The, the church is there to say, don't do that. Please do that. Why? Because he loves us. He loves us. Yeah. So that's how we get there. So what are the four big questions of life? Very simple. Who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? And how in the heck do I get there? How do I get there? Who am I? A child of God. God created me, my soul. That's where I came from. So I'm a child of God. Where am I going? He has Jesus says, I've gone before you to prepare a place for you. There's a place up there with your name on it. Your name is on it. I prepared a place for you. Uh-huh. How do I get there? Love. How do I, how do I know what to love, etc.? He showed me, <laughs> and that's why he came. And that's why he gave us his church, to tell me, to show me. And also the sacraments of the church, to strengthen me, to help me, because I'm weak, and I love to go off by my own and get hit by a car crash in the intersection. I don't even know where I'm going. So that's it. That's where I'm going, and I get there. So those are the four big questions of life. I hope I, hope I get them right, and I hope you get them right as well. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic, Radio Thought of the Week. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.